0: It's broken, it's all broken, right? Right, but it's not broken. Hey, you know, So sometimes blind squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. Some,
1: sometimes the good Lord answers your prayers. What's up, Bright everybody? Bright finds a nut every week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, coming in hot! Oh no!
1: <laughs> Welcome back to the What the Fanboy Show. <clears throat> episode 302 is apparently going to be our last episode because Luke's going to kill me today. And
0: uh, oh, no. no, I'm not gonna kill you. <laughs> Thank goodness, he's just gonna hurt you really, really he's bad. He's just gonna
2: <laughs> destroy. There will life. be no Jared Leto quoting <laughs> <from> on this podcast. <laughs> oh. Said, I'm gonna kill Tyler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, we are excited to be back. Um, another week, another movie. The summer movie season is. Like really, we're we're in, this is it. We're into the trench now, the trenches. So, this is eat. Before we dive into our Spider Verse review, um, do you guys see any new trailers this week that were worth mentioning? I did.
3: Actually, I didn't watch them, but maybe you guys did. Uh, one of them is actually pretty. Oh, I never watched the team
2: in, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles trailer. I did thumbs up. I thumbs totally up. forgot. Yeah. About it. I'm
0: super in for this movie. Yeah, I was so busy this week. <laughs> I also love the animation for this. Yeah, it's really different. And we'll probably talk about animation a decent bit tonight. Weird, but like, yeah, the animated film game is really being stepped up over this last few years, was and this it, one seems to really follow suit. Was so. it a
2: better trailer than the teaser? I'd
0: say it's probably on on par.
2: Okay. Then I give it a yeah, thumbs it's, up too. I really to like be a that a little bit treat, better. So. You get
0: a little bit more Splinter. Nice. I think like my favorite joke in the whole thing revolves around Splinter, because Leo like tells on them, and I think it's Mikey's like, "Oh come on, Leo, you ratted us out," and Splinter's like, "Don't use that word that way," <laughs> and it's just it's super funny. <laughs> but no, I think it looks good. I'm really excited for it. Um, Dang, I totally love me to some watch Ninja it. Turtles, man. I'm always down for more Ninja Turtles. I'll
2: have to watch that after. Uh, did you? This one is actually kind of old. We forgot to talk about it last week. Did oh, you guys see the see the Skull Island trailer?
0: I didn't watch this. I saw that it came out. I saw it's an animated Kong movie. No, yeah, uh, I didn't Netflix. see this. Yeah.
2: Okay. That's super cool. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I think you'll be very excited for it, Brett. Since while you don't love the movies in this universe, I know you get very excited for the movies in this.
4: Universe. With these
1: characters, yeah. yes, yeah, I, lo- I love the characters. Haven't been in love with the latest batch of movies, but that's okay. Not everything has to be for me. It should it should, but it doesn't have to
2: be. You are the target audience. Here. <laughs> Yeet. Yeah, it's. The, I really like you the animation. Like ten dollars. Yeah, ten dollars. ten dollar
1: ticket.
0: Yeah. Ten dollars, please. Is this is a series or a movie? I have no idea. Okay. I hope it's a series. Me too. I think that'd be cool.
2: Mm-hmm. give it some some room to breathe uh did you guys watch the trailer for black mirror
0: i did not because yeah. i've never watched such an episode of black mirror before i gave up on black mirror in like season three
2: <laughs> 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 eventually hit a point where it's just like i don't care about this anymore
1: didn't you do the one that was like choose your own <laughs> yeah adventure? you did bandersnatch or whatever oh yeah that might have <laughs> killed it for me <laughs> it was your favorite thing that year i thought
2: if you would rank it lowest to highest yes like if we're playing golf <laughs> yes yeah. <laughs> it got the lowest score therefore it won
3: oh it all was horrible horrible with
0: captain eyebrows and baby warlock oh adam warlock yeah captain eyebrows <laughs> i see you that's what i've always called him because he has some very fierce eyebrows <laughs> <laughs> interesting
1: over in the chat i've never
0: paid attention to his eyebrows
1: nick welcome back nick it's been a while so excited you're here Nick says, "I beg Tyler to watch a certain episode of
0: Black Mirror for a few weeks." <laughs> he does the he, pig episode. No, it's uh, I think it's called. Is it called Striking Vipers? It's the Yaya and um, Anthony Mackie episode. Oh where yeah, where they're like when they're soldiers. Yeah, that was and, a good and gay lovers, I believe. Yeah. So there was honestly, there's so many great episodes. He's try to tries to get me to watch that one all the time in I
2: seasons just, one and two. The Daniel Kaluuya episode is awesome.
3: Like, I think that one's still my Dude, favorite.
0: Dude, Daniel Kaluuya as a, in a as a whole is awesome.
3: True. Him later too. Um. Jack
1: Ryan
2: final season. Did not watch
1: this. Yeah, the final season. I'm
2: very excited for the final season because I do like the show, but is I did I or, didn't think the trailer was that is good. Is this three or
1: four? <laughs> four. Okay, so. The trailer. Was I would so say generic. that the the, tra- the trailer. Look, I haven't. I watched part of the first season. Thought it was okay. Thought it was good. It didn't keep my interest enough in finishing that or or kind of getting me back. Um, and I would say that this trailer, kind of like what Luke's saying, it's fine. It's not doing anything to be like, oh, I need to really jump into this. Mm-hmm. I need to like this makes me want to rewatch or not rewatch, but finish up season one and catch up. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do any of that, but you know, I think the show knows what it is and who it's playing towards, so it, it will probably be fine. It'll yeah. probably be good. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited. Yeah.
0: Those are the four trailers I had. Nice. So if anybody good. else has any
2: more?
1: <laughs>
0: mm. Someone sent me a Snapchat that says, hashtag meal prep, hashtag fitness is my passion. It's pizza and breadsticks in a separate way. Sorry. Mm, that was just good.
1: super goofy. I love it. What is this show if not just being a little goofy? A lot of the time. Heck yeah! That's all I know. Pretty much all we do here.
0: What do we got? What do we got? Is there any other trailers? What we got. That's next? all I, I, don't I, I got
2: anymore. Then I stopped paying attention to everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's fair. Okay, we'll have a
2: lot of trailers next week.
0: Yeah. Summer, Summer, game Summer Fest. Games Fest kicks oh, off this week. Xbox yeah, Showcase. We will be and Sunday, yeah, that's right. Sunday of, is the Xbox Showcase.
1: Yeah. We'll be talking about a lot of video games, video games. game stuff next week, won't we? Nope. Issue your games. All right. Um, well, then we can jump into our review of Spider Man Into the Spider Verse. Nope. Across, across the, the Spider Verse. All three of those titles are going to get me every time. What
0: an idiot. They're In, too, into Across
4: Beyond. They are
1: too similar. There are five word titles and four of the words are the same. I feel like I should make it easier. That continuity. There are four words in that title. <laughs> Three of them are the same. I didn't study math in college at all. So I got my, I got my college. This is a disaster. <laughs> I got my college level math credits in high school and was like, nope, don't need to do anymore. Hold on.
2: Is Spider-Man one word. Typhonated.
1: I think a, it counts as one word. I think it yeah. counts
2: as one word. Okay, just wanted to make sure we were getting um, this correct. And
1: that in that case, then somebody if will it's, say it's if it words. wasn't, it'd be Spider-Man across. Then the you'd have been right the first. No, I wouldn't have because then the there would be He's six. Six.
0: <laughs> it's all. It's one word. <laughs> we're making the decision. Noble titles one word. Yep. Tyler, Spider-Man, into the Spider-Man
1: Why don't you lead us off with your thoughts about? Across the Spider-Verse.
0: <clears throat> okay. Bro. What? I just gotta clear my throat, you know? I need a clear one. <laughs> Let me clear I'm my throat. I'm losing my voice over here. <laughs> no, I, I like to write down little impression things. So mine, just uh, vibrant, heartfelt, and exciting across the Spider-Verse manages to tell a complete story while teeing up an exciting finale. That was very concise. Super simple and concise, yeah. I, I love this movie. These movies. I think... I'll say this again later, when we're in spoilers, I'm sure, but I think we are a sticking the landing away from one of the best trilogies ever made. That is um, and entirely I think possible. Without yeah. a doubt, the best superhero trilogy ever made. Mm. But, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to think... Lord of the Rings
2: think... not a superhero movie? No,
0: <laughs> definitely not. Um, but I'm starting to think that this trilogy of, of films could end up in that same category, where mm-hmm. we're talking about it with Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. Yeah,
2: it's, it's so rare that a movie just has that bar of quality on each one. Yeah, mm-hmm. like even, like usually the Dark Knight is up there for consideration too. Mm-hmm. But *Spamming argue... Begins*, *Dark Knight*, and then it's Dark Knight Rises* was good, but it definitely wasn't. It's as a good clear so step, step down it. from the other two. Yeah, yeah right, yeah. right. It like, and then *Captain America*, *Captain America: The First Avenger* was not as good as the other two, if that's even. Captain America trilogy <laughs> on who you ask. Yeah,
4: it's,
0: um, I would put another trilogy I'd put in that mix is the new Planet of the Apes trilogy yeah yeah, I think that's some of the best cinema that's you can super get super underrated yeah
2: I feel like the only one that's been <laughs> easily forgotten banger 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 <laughs> like 10 out of 10 is almost 10 or 9 10 whatever is Lord of the Rings yeah Lord of
0: the Rings is like bona fide at the top in and my we, opinion we
2: might finally have a contender which is super yeah. awesome
0: Yeah, especially yeah. in an animated space Makes it even cooler.
1: Well, Luke, why don't you give your quick impressions?
2: Well, I kind of gave them. Like, kind of just confirming what Tyler said. Like, yeah, this could potentially be probably the second best trilogy of all time. And definitely the best superhero trilogy of all time. Um, That being said, I I do need to bring something. (laughs) (laughs) Vent, baby, vent. I'm not going to vent i just don't have it in me i'm too tired (laughs) he doesn't have the energy that's probably good for this section probably
0: this is probably
3: good i i am so tired going to the theater spending
2: three hours of my time there spending money there and i have a lot of my stuff prepaid so i'm not even really paying full price yeah And just having the experience ruined by people. Yeah. By people talking or yelling to the people around them or even to the screen constantly. People on their phones. Um, It's just... I feel like I have to bring it up every other movie at this point. Yeah. I mean, you see 40 movies in a year. You know what? That might be a little high depending on the year. So we'll say 30 movies and 15 of those... I just hate hate being there because people are so annoying. It's just really frustrating. And then I think about people that see maybe three movies, maybe one, and they go and they sit through 30 minutes of trailers. They spend $100 Mm -hmm. um, depending on where you live. And then they just have to deal with kids and adults just running their mouth through an entire movie. Yeah,
1: it sounds...
0: Really unfortunate. And it's become more of a problem like the last year and a half, I'd say. Yes. Like, I think as much as COVID impacted the movie industry, I think it impacted watching a movie in a theater as well.
4: we yeah. got
2: so used to just... Watching at home. Watching at home, being hearty hearty with the boys. Yeah. yeah, girls. And they bring that into the theater and it's so disruptive and it's so disrespectful to the people around you. Yeah. When I left Spider-Verse, I was sitting in my car and I had no idea if I liked the movie because I was so frustrated. And maybe it's maybe it's just my own problem that I don't want to speak up and make a scene a- around other people, especially to like kids. The, yeah, There was lots of people in my showing that were really disruptive. But the, the main people were these two kids. And they're having a great time. And it, it it might be a little bit of jealousy and them being a nuisance towards me as well, but I don't need their commentary about Fortnite and the Spider-Man PS4 game constantly because there's so many references and oh that might have been a slight spoiler but it's in the trailer. Um <laughs> it's literally one of the things they did. <laughs> they talked about how oh that well that was in the trailer and we haven't seen that person yet. And they're just yelling to each other and they're right next to each other. So I just want to bring this to the five people that listen to our show. (laughs) (laughs) That you need to test your children on whether or not they can sit through a movie and watch it.
4: Mm, Yeah.
2: If they ask, we'll say more than four questions to you about generic stuff, they're too young. That being said, too, I think this movie is not super kid-friendly, which is kind of cool. <laughs>
0: yeah. <I think laughs> um, it's, it's more for adults than kids.
2: They, yeah. Yeah, if they can't sit through a movie and not be distracted by everything around them, they're too young. They can't go. It's, it, it's a luxury. People pay a lot of money to go to this stuff. And... I. People shouldn't have to deal with that. And it's becoming more and more of a problem and I'm tired of dealing with it.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, it's it's especially bad with blockbusters. Like Yeah. Because everybody gets off the couch to go see it. Yeah. Right?
2: Like I f- I feel like this point too would make lots of people mad. I think they should take phones away at movies. I don't care how dim your phone is. You're in a pitch black room yeah, for some of that. It's
0: always it's gonna bright. be visible. Well and like I you know what I think is so interesting is like you're able to have phone control at comedy shows. Like you go to a comedy show, if you pull your phone out, they kick you out. Yeah. Like you're out. Your ticket could be three hundred dollars. You pull your phone out, you're gone. Like there's no discussion. Yeah. I I've think... been to shows and watched people get mm-hmm. kicked out of the show. This is a fifteen dollar movie. <laughs> I think they could do something like that. That's the problem. It's, the it's pro-
1: hard, so the, the problem is that the $15 isn't going to be able to cover the cost of hiring someone to mm-hmm. sit in a theater and be there mm-hmm. in case someone does pull out their phone. It so makes... there is, It's not the theater isn't at that premium price point yet that allows them to be able to afford to do that. Um, I think
2: IMAX is. Like if you're seeing if the uh, an IMAX 3D in the evening, it's gonna be around twenty dollars, and we live where tickets are cheaper. Cheap, yeah. yeah. Um, I maybe they don't need to take them away, but they need to have aisle walkers walk through. They used to do it. Yeah. People would come in. They just walk up the stairs. They hang out in the back for a bit, and they would walk down, and they just would. They do for it phones. periodically, but then they can the also movie. make sure like people aren't
0: bootlegging and stuff. Bootlegging, yeah. doing
2: gross things because.
4: <laughs>
0: One of the things I think that is super appealing, and that we we have the the luxury of here though, is the Warren Twenty One, and it might become more of something that I use for blockbuster films like this. Oh, if yeah. it wasn't so far away. Yeah, I'm willing to bite that bullet though, if it means not having to deal with all the chaos. I mean, it's hard to beat the IMAX. Honestly, yeah. like the IMAX is great, but like the theater experiences have been largely bad. Especially specifically marvel movies i'd say are the worst in my opinion um i've definitely considered going to the 21 for those there's definitely a timing thing that we can we can talk about later yeah um i don't want to because our showing was fine but yeah ironically i didn't know brett was in my showing and then claire got excited towards the end of the movie and she kind of like leaned forward and i like saw her out of the corner of my eye and i looked and i was like oh that's claire i was like holy crap brett's right there um, yeah, I, it, took
1: my, uh, <laughs> I took my seven-year-old to this, and she
0: she did great. She I didn't did even good? notice she was back there. <laughs> we never
1: <haven't> trained.: <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, you guys weren't far from us.
1: <laughs> she knows she knows the theater the, etiquette. Yeah, no, I, unlike some parents, we do, we kind of drill that in. I don't drill rem- that in early. I don't
2: remember what movie it was, but it was a movie where they'd speak a, a foreign language every once in a while. mm hmm the kid would ask their parent every time. What are they saying? <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's rough. Oh boy. Well, I'll give my quick review. Yes, here. let's talk about. Yeah. We'll let's get back happy. to we'll get back to the movie now. <laughs> um, I think this is a fantastic follow. Probably one of the the strongest sequels you could make to an already incredible movie. It stands well um, on its own in terms of you know kind of what it is. It's it is a sequel. You there is context you have to have. Yeah. from the first one, that's fine. Um, they
0: catch you up though. They do. If, they do catch you up pretty
1: it. well. Uh, <coughs> as a nice little run. we watched the the first one like two days before, so we yeah. Were, like I watched it the fresh. weekend
0: before. I watched
1: it Saturday night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think you know, just like the first one, the animation styles in this just blow mm. me away. I don't understand how they do it
0: so crazy
1: um and just the amount of talent and passion that's poured into this um really it really is next level um i have a couple knocks against it M- mainly it's it does a lot to like it's a multiverse movie and multiverse movies these days need to remind you that it's multiverse mm-hmm. and so we're going to show you all of the things slight spoilers from like you know, other things that are Spider-Man. We're it's it's all connected in yeah, some way. Right? It's all there. <laughs> so like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna show it again. I don't really.
2: I wasn't aware. Of my, nobody in my audience pointed out any of those things.
1: <laughs> like, oh, that's
2: sarcasm. You know,
1: so and so from that movie, or oh, that's the, you know. Oh my goodness! It's Spider Man. So there's direct a direct quote. There's a whole there's a whole section in the movie that's real audience. like what probably five six seven eight minutes that are dedicated to that. Yeah. And like that really, it was a little too much for me. I get that that's a person.
2: It was it was too much for me that's too. That's a person.
1: That's a that's a taste um, thing. I I
2: agree with you. Okay. I'm I'm, think glad it, I'm not the only one. I think some work really well, and it's when it's in the background. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. when they put it right. In front of you, and it's like, "Hey, look at this! This thing you've seen." Yeah, it's it's just like, "Okay, get it." Um,
1: my other, my other real minor knock against it is that I and and I and it's a product of what it is. It's a part one of two, so they tell, like Tyler said, they do tell a complete story in this, Um, and I love that story. Yeah, it's really good. At the same time, it. It feels weirdly paced because of it being a part one of two mm-hmm. it really the, like the end kind of comes and you're like oh, i i want like it doesn't feel like it should be ending
0: yeah well and like what dana said after it she was like you kind of got to the point at the end where you're starting to put some pieces together and she was like i just kept looking at my watch and i'm like they have a lot to wrap up here yeah and like in your mind, you're not thinking when you're watching it, you're not thinking part two, part two, part two, part two. You're thinking, OK, how does this movie close the show? Right. Yeah. And that's hard to do. There are some really great
1: um, things that come along with that, though. And um, I'll say specifically, like the first act f- is, is really long mm-hmm. and it feels long. Um, and I, I'm, that's not a bad thing for me. I love that they were able to get away with a slower paced first act. And, like, really build on, like,
0: here's where we're at in the world. One of my first pros I wrote down after watching this movie was, it was, like, almost like a thank you. And it was, like, thank you for allowing this story to have room to breathe. Yeah. Because it really feels like it has room to spread its wings a little bit. And it's really nice. I it yep. jumped in a rocket ship and blast it. <laughs> it did after, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it... It gets a little chaotic, but that first act, like they really let you kind of savor the moment, and
2: there's some really good moments. There's in there. even a, like a prelude, yeah. to the yeah. actual movie, yeah, which is honestly one of my favorite parts of the movie.
1: Yeah, let's yeah, we can maybe talk about. I don't know if we'll talk about that. We can talk, save that for spoilers. We can save just, more stuff for
2: spoilers. I guess yeah, we Go can talk about that because in it's
1: interesting. Is the the prelude? I actually think is like it's the prelude, but it's. Actually, the main story. Yeah. Of this mm-hmm. one. It's what tees it up, for it's, sure. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like the, the, the proper first act that starts after the prelude is like this. It that's almost should be the prelude, but it wouldn't work to do it the other way around. So. Yeah.
0: I guess uh, mild spoiler: this is a Gwen movie. It's way more of a Gwen movie than anyone I think expected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a Gwen story. So, and that's the story we talk about kind of being complete in this film. Yeah. Miles's story will stretch out.
1: This this really was Miles's first half. Yeah. Like of of his, kind of his secondary arc, right? So if into the Spider-Verse, the first one was its own standalone thing and Miles's next arc of, you know, really defining who he is as Spider-Man, which is what I think they're going for. Um that starts in across the Spider-Verse and will end probably at the end of Beyond the Spider-Verse. So it really does feel like a natural halfway point. Mm. Um, mm. But Gwen's story fits really nicely in that. And it's yeah. really emotional and it's really well... It's really well written. It's really well performed. And it's beautifully animated. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't remember exactly what I wrote, but in my letterbox,
2: so I was just like animation action writing directing just like fantastic
0: all the things about making a movie yes, yes. <laughs>
2: good job but like done well but like it's just beyond that it's done well and in, in such a unique way too
0: this is yeah it's exceptional i freaking
2: love gwen's animated style in her world
0: mm mm-hmm. it's so gorgeous it's like her comics yeah which is so cool uh-huh and, I, like, one of the coolest things in that, too, is, like, the mood of the scene, the walls and stuff of the room change colors. Yep. So, like, it's so subtle, but you notice it. Yep. Like, it, it just works perfectly. Mm. I don't know. the the Whoever sits down and is, like, putting this on paper, and they're like, this is how we're going to do this. And everybody's like, okay.
4: Mm.
0: Like, I don't know how that works. Like, I can't wrap my brain around getting to that decision. Mm-hmm. But... They they do something that not all animated movies do, and it's that they use their animation to also tell a story like, yeah, their animation is a character in the story. Yep. It's mm-hmm. not just your characters. It's, yeah, it's mind blowing. Yeah, there's kind of the Pixar way of doing it, would, which
1: would be more like, you know, we're going to make this as crazy realistic. It, it's not always hyper realistic, but except to the people. <laughs> yeah, except the people. Um. As we can in order to show that emotion on our characters Mm. and then there's this style which is like We're gonna lean into the medium. We're not going to make these things these characters photorealistic, but we're going to you know Morph the world around them to to tell you. how to feel show you how to feel like
0: Mm. to me when I watch this I feel like the script has a like there is a line for the animation yeah, probably. Like you go down, it's like Miles, Gwen, Miles, Gwen, animation, mm-hmm. Miles, Gwen. Like it has its own thing. Much like James Gunn writes music into his scripts. I mm-hmm. feel like they're writing their animation into their script. Yeah. And it's not the other way around. Right. Which I think is just, it's insane. It's it's so impressive to watch.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Another pro for me,
1: the cast of characters, um, it for quite a bit of the movie, really focuses on Gwen and Miles, but we do get some returning characters. Yeah. We get some new, fun, evil. Freaking, I freaking loved Hobie, so much. dude. Hobie
2: is so legit.
1: Hobie's awesome. You know, more spider people, and then upset the system, mate. So the, good, the, the dude.
2: Fir- I was struggling to
1: understand, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it was nice to hear that him cog- have his normal voice. Style.
2: That cognate accent was. Very
1: Big. there are, yeah yeah that may be one of my my another minor con uh con would be the audio mix i don't know if it's just our it's, theater but when
0: she's when gwen's playing the drums at the very beginning i was, was like i don't know if i'm hearing all this i might yep. just
2: be used to subtitles i watch everything with subtitles at this point and i'll start a movie at the theater and i'll look down for the <laughs> subtitles and they won't be there and let's be like oh no
0: <laughs> we watch a lot of stuff at home with I'm subtitles old. as well yeah yep yeah. No, yeah, there is a little bit of audio mix. Uh, yeah, it's 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 not stuff, bad for the
1: majority no. of the movie. There are just a couple instances where I I thought it was noticeable. Yeah,
0: I wouldn't say it's bad enough to be a con. More so, just like a pointing it out. Yeah,
1: that's fair. And when as soon as we watch Oppenheimer in four weeks, <laughs> we'll be like, "And uh, Across the Spider Verse was amazing audio. Yeah. I could under-
0: They should hire that sound comparatively. guy comparatively. Oppenheimer
2: is gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the sad part
0: is how accurate that truly is. Like, if you watch that sailboat scene in Tenet, you're just like, what are they saying? We gotta go back and <laughs> forth. Yeah. Well, GameLoreMaster in the chat says, I've seen a lot of people complaining on Twitter about the, saying they can't hear um, the characters talking in the movie. There are definitely instances where, like, you can hear them, but it's pretty hard to make out what they're saying at times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially with Hobie. He, because hey. cause it's Kaluya and he's got like the full on Cockney accent. It's it's kicking and it's tough, <laughs> mm-hmm. but his character is super cool and and the animation the is awesome. animation that's is that's one of the best crazy animations mm-hmm.
2: crazy cool. Um, the soundtrack, the score, I should say, um, I think is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, it's I Pem- wasn't Pemberton. Yeah. Yeah. I was not as impressed with the music selection though for like this movie. The like Metro Boom and all yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah. It
3: wasn't some of it
0: was There's good. some really good stuff in there. Like there I was listening to it today. There's some stuff that I really, really like, and there's some others that I can pretty easily pass over. Yeah. Um I think the first soundtrack as a whole is probably more complete. Mm. I think this one so far, I think there's one song that I have as a higher high, but I mean, it's, it's not bad, but it's definitely mm. not like it is in the first one. Yeah. You don't have a what's up danger in there. Yeah. Or a sunflower. Or a sunflower. Colin is pretty close, but it's not as good as sunflower. I just liked how
2: sunflower is integrated into the movie. To the movie. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah no.
4: What does it say?
0: Teenagers are weird. <laughs> I mean not wrong i uh you know I'll give another pro here because animation music obviously uh the stuff with Gwen but um I think this movie just has a ton of heart mm-hmm. and it and I think it shows a lot of it in the Morales family yeah and just kind of how they like i don't like we talked about how this isn't necessarily for kids there's very much a strong like parents message in here too yep and the stuff with With Miles and his parents is super interesting. Um, Tugs on your heartstrings a little bit. But as much as, you know, Miles is still learning to be a hero and deal with his problems, his parents are learning to deal with a teenager. Mm -hmm. And like that story, it's very small, but that story in this movie is told extremely well. Mm -hmm. And I loved it. Made me feel good. Agreed. And and sad. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There was, you know, a certain level of heartbreak in the first one Mm um particularly around you know his uncle uncle aaron and the relationship that he had with his brother um and then going into this one you can tell you know high schoolers are going to high school right yeah always (laughs) and 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 rebel that's like children's natural tendency rebel
2: be B- spider man <laughs> Yeah,
1: I mean, to a certain degree, right? But there's that struggle of like I'm figuring out who I am. This is my like this is my identity journey, and my parents are trying to help me. But mm-hmm. the way parents often try to help is direct. Yeah. Right. So be here at this time. We're right. gonna go talk about college. Yeah. You know.
2: And I love that aspect of spider-man too and you don't get a lot you usually get it in one movie out of all the trilogies mm-hmm. of i'm like actually in high school and i gotta do my school life and i gotta deal with my spider-man yeah life. yeah and like you get kind of get it with the homecoming movies um but like one he's on like vacation or whatever and the third one everybody knew was spider-man yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that was an even different side of it. But like, where he's like trying to make a meeting, but he's fighting the spot. Um, I love seeing that interaction of like, how would a
3: fifteen-year-old manage all, of all, of all this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want more of that. Yeah, it's something we I, don't see
1: I I much love high school Spider Man in superhero it's, it's movies. The most interesting part. A lot because of age. Often mm-hmm. we get adult superheroes, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and so you know, it kind of brings it. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Miss um, Marvel, mm-hmm. um, the show last year from from Marvel, obviously uh, on Disney Plus, where like that was kind of refreshing to see a, a like a, a kid, real kid dealing hero. with kid yeah. things, <laughs> trying to figure this stuff out and. Spider-Verse also offers that as a mm-hmm. um a fun little story point that they get to play with. Mm-hmm. So, I wanted to shout out um locations. You know, this one takes us outside of Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> and I love there's um you know, they do it's across the Spider-Verse and you know, probably Assume that there's some verse jumping in there. That would be safe. But like, where they go. Um, All the weird versions the of weird New York. The weird versions of New York. Uh, Moombat. Moombat. was awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Um, I loved the Spider-Verse.
2: Nueva York.
1: Yeah, Nueva New York. Um, you said New New York? New New York. Nueva York. Da, 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 da. Nueva means new. Nueva. York. Nueva York. Is sure. That, is that right? <laughs> Earth9999. Nine, 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 nine. No, that's still probably not right. 2699? I don't know. It was something. Um Earth one. In any case, <laughs> I think the the aesthetics of all those locations and the set pieces that they have in those locations are really freaking cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And it'll be nice to kind of get back, I think to
2: go back to Brooklyn,
1: back to Brooklyn. And the third one, I, I assume I don't have any insider knowledge. I just assume based on the story they told, that's where we'll end up at. But um, yeah, it was nice to get away for a little bit mm-hmm. and, and see the, spider-verse
4: mm-hmm.
3: the other versions of spiders yep as well spider
0: spider
1: you guys want to talk spoilers should we I do. give our our uh ratings ratings first
0: yeah sure let's do it
1: one two three booyah, booyah. Uh, uh. yeah <laughs> was there any doubt
0: easiest <laughs> booyah of the year
1: <laughs> it's i mean it's
2: right up there with the original spider-verse yeah
0: Heck yeah. like I could be talked into liking this one more. I, I need more time to, I think once to I breathe, think breathe on Once, on it, once the story is complete. Once the yeah. story is
1: complete, I'll be like, this right here, one and two. Yeah. Maybe one of my sp- favorite superhero stories of all time. Yeah, yeah. I could see that.
2: The problem with that, though, is if I think <laughs> that the second one is better than the first one. Into the Spider-Verse is one of the, like, maybe three movies I would argue is, like, a perfect movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: So, and, and like, I didn't like a couple of the multiverse things or s-
2: cameos. <laughs> oh,
1: well, right. we can talk about that <laughs> here in spoilers. So this is your spoiler warning. If you want to jump out and, you know, kind of either look in the comments or on YouTube when you're watching this later, you can kind of skip ahead to the next section um, and skip the spoilers. Spoilers are starting now. What's the big one you guys want to talk about first? It's not big. Like, of a cameo? Yeah. Oh, the cameo stuff. I, w- I think Donald Glover is probably the big one.
2: Yo. Just any of the live action stuff. Yeah. So you got Donald Glover, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire. Yeah. And you get the Venomverse stuff. Oh, yeah. I forgot about There's that. There's Venomverse yeah. stuff. There's mention the, the of the gas station lady. Tom
1: Holland and yeah. Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's all brought up. And I think it's a little excessive. We kind of talked about that. Um, Maybe a little self-indulgent. It goes on just a little bit too long. But I think there's also lots of cool comic references as well, which I, not knowing all of those, it's probably more digestible for me. Um, At the same time, I I think they linger, they linger real hard on the live action stuff.
2: There's so many deep cuts. Yeah, in this it's outrageous. Outrageous. I'll notice five out of the hundred of them. Yeah, um, but yeah. yeah, the live action stuff was was a little much. Um, honestly, I would have taken out the first time you meet Donald Glover's Prowler mm-hmm. and only shown him when they're all running through, and he's just like, "Boo!" <laughs> that was just awesome. do it there, and everybody be like, <laughs> "Yeah." <laughs> the other the other one with Andrew Garfield when they're talking about how Gwen stacy or captain stacy always dies because mm-hmm. it's part of the canon You know, like shows full-on andrew garfield is like whoa <laughs> i would have done it more like toby's whereas like a bubble on the side which i thought was really done well they did mm. several
0: of those with yeah. garfield too mm-hmm. he's in the little bubbles on the side yeah the the garfield one like where he's right up against the screen i was like oh man we got some space jam going on here mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting
2: Personally, though, my favorite cameo was Lego.
0: Dude, that was awesome. That was awesome. I
2: thought that was so funny. That was a great bit. And like how he was just in on it. Just like, hey,
0: (laughs) this dude is coming for you.
1: (laughs) Then he's done. Awesome.
0: Fantastic. Yeah, it was like completely out of left field. I was like, oh, what the heck? Yeah, we
1: haven't even really hit on the main story point here. Which I guess is kind of a spoiler, so I'm glad we didn't talk about it earlier. But the the, well, the fact that yeah, that Miles is the first anomaly. Mm -hmm. And It's all his fault. The whole idea of Miguel having to protect what is canon. I love this. Yeah. I knew you were gonna love this. You knew I would love it. It's such It's such a subversion of Canon. Canon yeah. conversation
2: that Brett hates but loves having mm-hmm. um, just be like, oh, why does everything have to be canon? <laughs> this is just kind of making fun of that. Yeah. Yep. He's like, "Yup, The parent always to die.
0: <laughs> well, it, like I thought, too, before we go too deep into that conversation, the interesting timeline thing they show before they show like Miguel's thing is the MCU. Yeah. Little, like weaving line thing. And I was like, interesting. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. and then it like breaks into Miguel's thing, but yeah, this is like the this is everything. This is the
1: this is the multiverse. It's everything and this is the Spider Verse. Yeah, they should have gotten
4: it.
2: everything everywhere all at once bubble in there. Well, they uh, kind of did with the bagel. The bagel. Yeah, there
1: was there's a.
0: Did you see did the
2: you... tweet of the guy's look or maybe it's TikTok or something? He's like, you know, if I had a nickel for every time a bagel <laughs> ended the world. <laughs> I would have two nickels, which isn't a lot, but it's weird that it happens twice. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a there's actually a billboard in one of the scenes that it says like
2: the everything bagel.
1: No, it has a bagel, but and then it says all the stuff in oh, all yeah. the places, yeah, all all, all at the, the time. Same time or something like so that. So oh, that's, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: that's awesome. Okay, I'm happy now.
0: There's a lot of little things like that hidden in the background. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, the central plot device of this being the canon is a really cool kind of play with, like you said, Miles being kind of the first anomaly. Man, it's um, such,
1: like, and I, again, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but I, I my guess is no. My guess is I'm not. My guess is that there's, there's something here, which is, like, remember when, like, Miles was first announced? And there was, of course, because there always is, Spider-Man's not black it's not a real spider-man and this is just another like fantastic story saying like no shut up f you he's still
2: spider-man he's
1: still spider-man yeah
2: he's about to prove it and he
1: and yeah and that's why uh, that's why i think i'm gonna love the third one he is gonna prove it yep (sighs) i'm I'm so excited
2: i think i'm gonna love the third one for other reasons but we'll get to that later um because we did mention media and i just want to talk about villains in the movie I think they're awesome.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, it's and it's like out of nowhere. Like Miguel is—he's not a villain, but he's an antagonist. Yeah, yeah. And including all of his spider people as well. And I just—I want to let in everybody on a little secret. Okay. If you ever hear a character in a movie say the words "It's for your own good"? They are a bad guy. <laughs> just remember that. Okay. They say that a lot in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gwen says it. Uh, Peter B. Parker says it. And Miguel, they all say it, I'm pretty sure. And each time one of them said, I was like, mm,
0: that hurts. <laughs> what I love about that, though, is like they all say that and they all have their moments of like trying to stop Miles. But Miles is like constantly proving everybody like, no, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And everybody slowly like there's this slow gear turn where everybody's like, no, Miles is right. Like he mm-hmm. can do it. Yeah. Um, and you kind of get that resolution, and this is kinda like the resolution of Gwen's arc too, is the stuff with her dad getting her dad quitting. Yeah. And she's like, Wait, so you so you can break the can like it's her figuring it out Yeah. and then getting everybody on board. Like it's just such a cool way to do that. Yeah. Cause they're like, Oh, you can't break the cannon. Miles is gonna be the one to figure it out. When in reality, no, it's it's Gwen figures it out. Mm-hmm. Now where do you where do you take that in the third movie? Like I think it just springboards so well. Yeah. Um. And that's what I meant when I said like there is a complete arc here. Like yep. the problem is presented, and there is a resolution to the problem. Yep. Okay, but now we have to take the resolution of that problem and apply it to the main character. Yeah. And I just think that's so cool. Like I don't know that I've seen a movie do something like that. Mm. At least not this effectively. Yep. Yeah. Um. We also have you know going into this
1: movie, um, or go, go, coming out of this movie, we're presented with like three proper antagonists. We've got Miguel. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, the one that we haven't mentioned yet from the, the first act, Spot. Spot. Yeah. Who's fantastic. Yes. I, who's, Spot is great. I love Hilarious. that it's just yeah. villain of the week who's like pissed off enough that he's like, I'm gonna become the world's most... Yeah.
2: I'm gonna destroy the universe. Yeah. <laughs> they did so good. With making him so goofy, and everybody's just thinking, yeah, this guy's a goofball. He's kind of hilarious. Like got bread falling out of his tummy, and then when he—I love when Miles when punches he becomes, himself. And he's like ah, yeah! like every time, like the little noises. When he becomes Ultimate Spot, everybody thought, oh no, yeah, yeah, he was freaky looking, yeah, and it was it was another just example of great animation yeah. where it's like it was like almost like, like pencil squiggles. drawn, yeah,
0: it's like squiggles and stuff, and.
2: It was freaky looking. And he like
0: is certainly unstable. Like, yeah. Visually he's unstable. I'm going to but...
1: take everything
0: you loved.
4: <laughs> oh
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Which, then, yeah, go ahead. Well, and then kind of at, at the, the fourth act of this movie is Miles realizing that he's not back in his universe. He's in universe 42 and. His con- spider's universe. His yeah. spider's
0: universe and, and confronts himself as the Prowler. Yep. How quickly did you catch on that it wasn't his universe? Immediately. Yeah, I was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> it's like,
1: "Oh no!" Well, as soon as the as soon as it, like they showed Gwen, they, they
0: showed Earth forty two
2: on a computer screen. I yeah. was like, "Oh, that's not his Earth."
1: Yeah. yeah, I didn't, I didn't pick that up then. As soon as Gwen got there, and they're like, they're showing me very intentionally that like they're trying to set up that this is the same place. Yeah, like these are very obvious, like shot reverse shot. I
0: understand the language of cinema enough
1: to be like. I think they're pulling a fast one on me.
0: (laughs) Well, and I love Mm -hmm. that like the whole movie they toyed with this idea of miles telling his family and that he shouldn't do it. And they do like the whole miles tells Rio and Gwen's outside of the room and they make it look like Gwen is listening. Like you're saying. Yeah. And then like you still get that moment of him telling his mom. And again, (laughs) another opportunity of subversion. They're like, who? What? But they, (laughs) they pay back to the, one of the best jokes in the first movie, the cosplay joke. Like, oh, just that. wait till you see Comic Con, <laughs> and then Rio when he tells his mom in that on Earth 42, she's like, "Is this one of your dress up things?"
4: Yeah, like <laughs> they make
0: another cosplay joke, and I just like, "Oh, this is so good!" Like they they remembered that throwaway joke from the first movie and really kind of doubled down there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, that whole Earth 42 scene was incredible. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Man, this is awesome!" Also, visual style of that Earth is a lot different. Mm-hmm. It's darker. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is so cool. It gave me
1: real good like. Oh, it's like Gotham, right? Yeah, yeah, I know, absolutely. Those vibes of this is a this is a town that's run by villains. Ones. There's no Spider Man, yeah, yeah, the Sinister Six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they make we a got...
0: very notable mention of that.
2: Also, J Jonah Jameson is, um, oh what's it? J.K. Name? J. K. J. K. Simmons, J. K. Simmons in every yeah. universe, which <laughs> I think is awesome. Yep,
0: <laughs> it's great. Nice little uh, throwaway there, but.
2: um... You'd kind of talked about it before, being a part one. And I think this is one of the good ones where they handle it so well. Yeah, where like he's tied up against the, the punching bag. And like, you're, you're like, okay, this is where it's going to end, and you're so excited for the next one. But like there is a conclusion, and it's almost like infinity war or, or dune. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is an ending. Yeah. But it's also the beginning.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Um, and like, I don't want to compare this to the all-powerful Fast X. <laughs> but like. <laughs> I mentioned if, this. If you want to know how not to do it. You you do it that way. Like we just got a great example of the worst possible way to do it.
4: Mm-hmm. And then. And then we got the best uh, example. Uh, the
2: week later, you get one of the best examples. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah time is a flat circle man (laughs) i just don't get it it's so ridiculous yeah i i oh yeah
1: i'm glad that they i was wasn't sure how how they were gonna wrap up gwen's story i love what they did with her father leaving and then him being supportive of her and then like you know go Mm -hmm. do your thing go save your friend and then yeah the 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 whole crew back together. Gwen's crew
2: from the first movie and the new the yep. new movie. Awesome. Dude,
0: I was so glad we got to see Penny again, like earlier in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Just the yeah, the little. Because I love I loved Penny in the first one. Yeah. So like having her back with her new robot, I was like, hey, yeah, here, and baby. Mm-hmm. let's go.
1: You know, in terms of like the balance of how many characters you bring back and feature regularly versus you know introducing new characters. I think they did a pretty good job. It was important, obviously, Gwen had to be there. Mm-hmm. She's she's kind of the key in Miles' story, I think. Yep. Um Peter B. Parker, I think he was used just the right amount. Yep. You know, he does have other responsibilities. He's a dad, but he's also he really is like the funny man. Mm-hmm. Um it's it's Jake Jake Jack Jake Jackson? Jake Jackson. Jake Johnson. 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 Jake Johnson. And uh and he just he kills me every time. Um we get a little bit of a we get a, a little glimpse glimpse of a Penny. And then Noir. You get Noir back, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then
0: we have uh Hobie's there. Hobie's new. Was Hobie there? hmm Yeah, he's there at the end. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember. I think he's just right of Gwen. Just to the right of her. Okay. And um, then Peter B is on the left side. hmm The Avatar
1: girl is new. Yeah, she she's by Yeah. And then um from Moonbatten. What's
0: yeah. his name? Depender.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's what I call him. Pavtir oh, Prabhakar?
0: Well, I butchered that. I'm sorry. It's the guy who plays Depender in Deadpool. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Pavtir Prob Prabhakar? Prob- let's let's not. <laughs> yeah. That's his, um, that's
1: his character's name.
0: No? <laughs> and then you have your antagonist like team Peterburg. of Jessica Drew, Ben Riley miguel on top of yeah uncle aaron and prowler miles we didn't do i loved his prowler look yeah it was dope um like the digital kind of outward I projection i his brains were awesome yeah he's cool looking we didn't we you didn't talk about there? and i was um, like what
1: <laughs> shoot i can't find her what was her name the you just said her
0: the, jessica drew jessica drew spider woman spider it's Issa Rae. ray about her
1: yeah, there we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think she did a really good job as kind of that, like, bridge between... Between Miguel and... M- yeah, Gwen's. when... And, or Edwin, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> as, like, this this person who's kind of... You never know exactly where... her Like, I could see her flipping in the mm-hmm. last movie.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: She, she has that vibe. Yep. And uh, I think she just played that line really well of... Being dedicated to the cause, understanding and committed, but also seeing the best or wanting to see the best in people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wanting to give Gwyn her shot.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I That was important for Gwyn's storyline, specifically. I want to mention Hobie again. Dude, Hobie.
2: Because, like, I love Danny Kaluuya, but I love what they did with his character of... He is a hero, but he's a different type of yeah. Hero. He's, he's an, an anarchist. I yeah. love it. He, he yeah. doesn't change. He stands his ground. Yeah. He's like with Miles the entire way, and yeah. like it might be like, oh, this guy's going against the system, and I like that. But I think he also believes he's right, mm-hmm. which is why he, yeah, he dips and he's like, all right, I can help them. I can help Gwen because I know she's gonna go help this guy too. Mm-hmm. I just I really appreciated that he didn't have this flip of character and that he like just changed personality.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love when he's like, "Oh, fighting the system." I like it. i was like, "Ah, oh, so good."
2: Also, they don't really say it, but it's super subtle. The reason's why they hang out is cuz Gwen is her drummer
1: in the yeah. band. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And they they never really answer in that in the movie, but
1: It's there's one line that's yeah. kind of like It's pretty it's
2: I'm, in
0: passing. Oh need a yeah. drummer." Yeah. yeah. Something
1: like that. Yeah.
2: Yep. Everybody's running around. Yep. And everyone's like, "Are they romantic?" It's
1: like, <laughs> that's the that's that's all Miles can think about. "You left
0: <laughs> your toothbrush." <laughs>
1: Miles was like, what? <laughs>
0: Excuse me? Oh, so good.
1: I also do, I really like the line they, they toe with that relationship. Miles and Gwen. Yeah. Um, and.
2: Dude, the ah. look of betrayal that Miles has when he like learns that all these people. When he's people, like on that train. He like, well they do care about
0: him. Yeah. But he knows that they all knew it. Knew it about yeah. Him, yeah. Oh dude, it was heartbreaking.
2: Yeah. Like mm. gosh
0: dang it. <laughs> but I love that's when he has the moment he's like I'm gonna prove why I'm better than all of you or whatever I think he, he says something along the lines of like being better than Peter or something like that he the line I think it's in the trailer too the line that I
1: that I just love Stephanie asked me what's, what's your, what was your favorite part on the way home and I was that's like it's like, the everyone. moment and he's like everyone keeps telling me how yeah. my story should end yeah nah I'm gonna do it my way yeah it's like <laughs> yes <laughs> let's go so good
0: like drop.
3: drop, And it yep. goes invisible. Dude, I actually Got me legit body teleported, and I was like,
2: "What?" <laughs> 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 Took me like five minutes to be like, "Oh, he turned invisible." <sighs> <laughs> <sighs> uh,
3: yeah, yep.
2: I'm I'm curious where the first one is just gonna pick up, or the first one, the next one, the third one, the third one,
1: where it's gonna—is it gonna start immediately where the second one ended, or are we gonna jump to? X amount of time later. Is
2: mm-hmm.
0: that what you're talking about? Yeah, that'll be a hard thing to balance. Or is it going to be like... It comes out this. next March, by the way. Yeah, eight months. Yes,
2: I appreciate I don't have to wait as super long They made long them back-to-back, back, which is super awesome. <laughs> um, I wonder if they'll Matrix 3 it. It's like, we're looking for Neo. Mm. So for like the first 40 the- minutes of the movie, it's Gwen's team. Yeah. That first act miles is
1: them, yeah. And
2: then we get the train station escape or the big punch bag escape.
3: Matrix is already not really that great. <laughs> great ideas in it, but
0: I think I should rewatch the Matrix movies. Except before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think there's a couple things like I don't I don't know where they'll go for three, but I think there's a couple things to talk about coming out of this. Um, and we were, we would probably get to this in news, but we could probably tag it on here. Yeah, There's a live action miles movie coming. Mm-hmm. Um, is this Sony verse or MCU?
1: I would assume Sony because they've got the, I mean, it would be Sony. Yeah. It would be Sony. It'll be tied into the MCU somehow. Yeah. But it's I would, much I would, like spider is
2: kind be, of tied
0: into it too. Yeah.
2: I'm, I would be excited for both cause miles is awesome, but I yep. do think it'd be awesome to watch friendless Peter Parker.
0: Meet Miles. Mm. Meet Miles and make a new friend. And maybe that's where they go. Um, but, like, I, I'd be very interested to see if the reason... And, and this is why, like, I, I don't think the Donald Glover cameo bothered me as much as it bothered you guys. Is I think that Uncle Aaron was actually supposed to be in Venom's universe. And maybe he escaped his. Oh. And that's why he's locked up by Miguel. Because remember, they lock those people who get to the wrong dimensions. So I'm thinking that maybe that Uncle Aaron's supposed to be in the Venomverse, and that's where Miles fits. Like, the live-action Miles will be the Venomverse versus Spider-Man. Because mm. they've never exclusively stated who Spider-Man is in that universe. I think it's Miles. Like, I think that's the movie. If I don't think it's a Venom can, movie. I could I be, be down with that. I think that. it's anything a Prowler Anything can movie.
2: redeem the crappy Venomverse. It's getting Miles <laughs> and Prowler over there. It'll be Miles Morales. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and I think that's where they're going. Like, I think Miles will be the Spider-Man in that Venom pocket universe. Um, Childish Gambino or Donald Glover will be Prowler in that universe, facing off with Miles. Probably get a tease to Tom Hardy's Venom, which, love it or hate it, whatever. Venom and Miles have a nice little story to tell. So, yeah, I don't know, man.
2: Lots of Miles stuff, like, in the next couple of years and we i am this, all for Spider-verse it. Spider-Verse 3, Spider-Man PS5
0: 2. 2. And then, <laughs> then you get the then live, then live action, action Miles movie. Yep.
1: Yep. And neither one of the these characters, uh, Miles or Peter, are going anywhere anytime soon. No. Um Sony knows they have a Especially with the
0: writer's strike going on.
1: Bankable. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> they have they have a bankable uh product there with those two um so i'm most excited when we talk about the third one i'm yeah. i think oh, i'm for sure. i'm most excited about where how how miles changes the the vibe of the superhero story i think miles in a way is v- similar to something someone like captain america who, at the end of the day he's not wrong and he changes the world around him um, yeah Miles has his own arc, it's dealing with his family but that's you know he's going to be more of a character my guess is that he's going to be more of a character who, who he is the moral center he's the one who changes Gwen he's the one who you know helps the universe realize that the rules are maybe there. They're 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 not there to protect them. They're there to serve one person. Or they're or they're maybe just, you know, Miguel maybe is just misinformed or misunderstanding, mis- the rules. misunderstanding how things work. Um I'm just curious how villainous they'll make Miguel. Me too. Cause they have a very easy out in terms of like making him a good guy making him a good right like yeah. he's still a spider-man and he was just trying to do the right thing um and you have a big well, villain as of, i was going say you have a villain that's gonna destroy sp- the universe bought, or the multiverse so, yeah
2: but even like with him like he, he doesn't have spider powers i don't know how his powers work so like maybe he'll be the actual first anomaly or whatever and he's just blaming miles because because it gets him off the hook it gets him off the hook yeah could, yeah, because he, he took have the place of yeah.
0: himself. And he destroyed a world, and he could be fudging that story for all we know. Or yeah. Yeah, I think it's really easy to make him fight alongside Miles with the Spot thing. Because, like, you know, if Miguel truly is trying to protect the Spider-Verse or the Multiverse, Spot's going to be the biggest threat to it. Enemy of my enemy is my friends. But also, I think it goes back to Miles being the moral center like you were saying, and like, mm-hmm. Miles is the rising tide that raises all ships, right? Yeah. Like, he's the one who gets everybody to see that, you know, maybe their worldview needs some, some polishing.
1: He's the, uh, here's a, here's, here's a reference Luke will like. He's the Marty McFly of the Spider-Verse. Oh, Marty. Marty McFly is the character who has to convince the other characters to change, right? He's the one who has to help his dad stand up for it's himself. like, you have to punch him. <laughs>
2: I can't. If I do that, everything gets out of whack. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Levki says he wants to date his mom. (laughs) Not quite. Not quite. I'll date his mom.
4: What? What? (laughs) Hey, you would?
0: Yeah. But for real. I don't know, man. This movie's incredible.
1: I cannot wait to see it again. I'm going to have to. Pre-orders are up. I'm going to have to time my (laughs) second theater experience to avoid children, though.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Impossible. (laughs) <laughs> Go at like 11 p.m. It's like <laughs> the your best super bit. late
2: one. I was hoping I could make like the 10 p.m. on
3: Saturday night, but I was so tired and I was like I'll just watch the." first. Th- Probably should have just went for it. Yeah. Um actually I
2: feel like the best showing is
0: I mean, <laughs> We, like went the, we went at eleven thirty. We went at eleven thirty,
1: and we had a great time. Those there were
2: some kids in ours, but they all seemed they to, were
0: good. They were in it.
1: They're,
2: they're going at, to see a movie in the middle of the afternoon. That's a there's a lot more dedication in that. Yeah. It's so I.
0: Yeah, because like a seven p.m. movie is like a date night thing.
2: My best experience movie of the year was Guardians of the Galaxy, and I saw that at ten thirty in the morning. Awesome.
1: Nice. Yeah. Love it.
2: <laughs> On a Friday, I should also
1: add. <laughs> we uh, we've talked about Miles. And Spider Verse for quite a while. Let's move on to some news. Um, the one that I have kind of written down there—it's slightly relevant to our podcast. We don't really get Ugh. into tech stuff that often, but Apple announced today their new. It's called Apple Vision Pro. Apple TV Plus. It's their. <laughs> uh, it's their AR VR. Apple TV face aug- augmented reality slash. Virtual reality Apple headset. Um, it's got some gaming application. It's got some, you know, video application in, in the sense that it's a computer and you can watch things on it. Uh, we won't talk about it long because I don't know whoever is going to be able to buy this thing.
2: Um, Listen, if we all pitch in together, we can afford it in like 10 years. It's like buying a crappy If car. we all How pitch much in $1,200... <laughs> $1,
1: We can buy one for the three of us. Or we could all just buy
2: gaming PCs and be even harder (laughs) gamers. Yeah, I'm not buying one of these. This is stupid. Um, Way too expensive. I told Brett before the show, I'll get it if it lets me go into the Oasis. But that's the only thing. And that doesn't exist yet, so.
1: so... We had to build this so that someone would build the Oasis. Wait. So... Uh, it looks like some, there's some, like I was telling Luke, I think that there's some really cool tech inside of that. Um, you know, how it's, it's, you don't have to have controllers at all. It's using cameras to watch your hands. Um, it's very immersive in the sense of it can completely filter out what's in front of you. So it can, it can really be a VR experience. but the, the, the price point just does not make that functionality desirable for the average consumer. So, it, I, look, we all said Apple was crazy to charge $700 for a phone. I didn't pay $700 for my phone. SE. But what I'm saying <laughs> is now the standard for a phone is $1,000. Like for a smartphone, a, a, a high-end, the high-end smartphone, this is a high-end VR augmented reality product. It doesn't surprise me they went high. I'm surprised they went as high as they did. Um, but I could also see them being able to, you know, bring it down in price in a year or two with modifications as that technology gets cheaper um, and hopefully it will improve technology of competitors. Um, maybe MetaQuest feels like they need to step up their game a little bit. Honestly, or...
2: MetaQuest and PSVRT are going to blast off because people are going to be like, this is 90% cheaper. And, say,
0: MetaQuest is 300 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like... Yeah. So, yeah. I Like, I'll buy a MetaQuest now because <laughs> of this. This is stupid. <laughs> just to spite Apple. <laughs> well, I just How like... How dare they? I don't know, like... I don't know how I could yeah, convince Meta- myself that I need that.
1: That MetaQuest, it could get viruses, Tyler. I don't care. <laughs> I actually don't pray probably can. It's don't quote me on that.
2: It's gonna hack your Facebook. Good. Right when it goes in I your hope face. it deletes it. Your Facebook's <laughs> been hacked. <laughs> and it be Facebook. posting a bunch of
0: Look at this video you're in article. <laughs> what other what other news stories we got? Uh we talked about the Miles movie. Um oh. Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Okay. Is back yep. for. Uh, I'm calling it Fast X Part Two. He officially announced well, that he's squashed his beef with Vin Diesel, but not fast, really.
1: Fast X Two. No. Fast X X X Half. Point five. So, he called it.
0: It's not the fast next e- one. It's not Fast Eleven. No, it's Fast X Part Two. Okay. Cause that we just got Fast X part. It just he
1: was giving me real spinoff, way more like spinoff oh, yeah. vibes than like yeah, mainline. But it's not
0: Hobbs and Shaw. But it's dude. I was watching something with Bryn this weekend, and the Hobbs message. Yeah. You know, well, kind of. So the message of this episode. No, I was reading her a book. Ah, oh, what book was I reading? Bluey the book. No, <laughs> I can't remember what it was. But the message of the book was: if you work together, you can accomplish things. And, like, that's the whole plot of Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> My it's less than k- two-year-old daughter can capture that from reading a book. A it's golden a kid's book. movie, bro. Yeah. Pretty much.
2: They make two Pretty more much. Hobbs and Shaw movies. It'll be up there with Lord of the Rings and oh. Spider-Verse. With oh, no. The
0: best trilogies of all time. No, no, no. Yeah, so he's back for more fast films because he got fired from DC and doesn't have anything else going on besides Moana in five years, so he needed another movie, and that's an easy gravy train to jump back on top of. Absolutely. I, I should have mentioned this in the,
1: uh, kind of at the end of our Spider-Verse conversation, but a Gwen Stacy animated movie has also been confirmed.
2: Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Like by the Fast-tracked, team? yeah.
1: Well, I, same producing team, I can't. Is it part of, like, the Spider-Verse? Yeah. It's, Ooh,
2: it's okay. the same Gwen.
1: Then I'm down. Yeah, I'm in. I'm down.
0: I'm in. Let's she is awesome. Yep, she's great. I have two more news stories. Okay. For it, I have zero news stories. Number one, Microsoft announced today that there will be no full CG trailers at their showcase this weekend. Ooh. Boo. So I guess we don't
2: want gameplay. <laughs> we so, want fake stuff. Yeah,
0: so you know, making those announcements is always a, a double edged sword.
2: They kind of were even they said, like, multiple things. It'll be, like, it'll be gameplay and, and engine. Yeah. Or, like, like there'll be cutscenes and it'll those will be, like, CG. mixed things, yeah. yeah. But it won't be, like, here's the CG announcement. Like, it won't be, like, the... Concord. Meta Gear Solid remake. Or the Concord trailer. trailer. Yeah. yeah. It'll be... Like, where it's, like, oh, this shows nothing of what our game is like. Right.
0: Where you get no feel. So you'll be able to get a feel for the the game. You guys have any predictions for I the probably game should...
1: Um, it, this isn't gonna happen for Game Fest or just Xbox for the Xbox showcase. For the Xbox showcase, uh, we get a teaser for whatever the Halo Infinite Battle Royale project. Ooh, is. Ooh, I like that teaser. Not like a hey, it's coming this season. Yeah, yeah. Just, but just. I'll, like I'll
2: one up you. We get a trailer for Halo
0: Season Two. <laughs> season Four is about to come out. <laughs> season Two of the show. Oh. oh. That's actually possible. <laughs> when
1: did they... Did they get back into filming that yet? I they're going to be Silent like, Strike? Covenant Girl is bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Here's my... No, they're like,
1: Covenant Girl never existed. I feel like my <laughs>
0: prediction is way more bold. Uh, I think Hellblade drops. They already showed it at, that it's going to be in. No, I think it comes out. Like, day and date. Like, it's on Game Pass Sunday. Oh.
1: Okay. Ooh, that is it because, like I it was it. in the summer
2: game fest trailer. Yeah. I mean
0: they like, showed gameplay games. for it last year. Like it would not they've been very quiet. They mm-hmm. need they need a win. Redfall sucked. <laughs> like they I, need something. To be fair, they're bang,
1: I think they're banking a lot on they have a dedicated thing for Starfield, yeah, Starfield immediately Direct, yeah. after the showcase. Yep. So like
0: Starfield's their big thing.
1: I need Starfield to be good. Where do
0: you where do you put Hellblade <laughs> if you don't release it in the summer though? That's a good point.
1: You don't want it to get buried. You, you have
0: Forza Motorsport Seven. You have Starfield. We're definitely gonna get a look at Fable. Or uh, what's it called? Not uh they have that Obsidian has a fantasy RPG coming yeah, out too. Yeah,
1: they do, don't
0: they? Like they have a lot of things that they have to fit later this year. I think it'll come out in August. Hellblade? Right before
3: Starfield. Around Mortal Kombat time. Mortal Kombat comes out the same week as Starfield. I thought it came out in August. September.
2: Oh. I think it will come out in August. <laughs> Hellblade, will, Hellblade 1 was not a very big game.
1: They don't need it to do huge numbers. Mm. They need it to get good critical reception yep. for award season. Which is why I would, I would think they maybe try and position it. Yeah, maybe a month before Starfield or a month after Starfield, if they can get away with that. Um, I could see it being, because Starfield's September. September, I could see it being a, a October release. Lean into the, like, you know, Halloween's kind of a spooky time. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a super nice game. It's, it's kind of a creepy, spooky game.
0: I'll, I'll stick with, a, I think, my bold prediction of it comes out this Sunday. But I also think if it doesn't come out, something will drop this Sunday. One of their big games. Will well, release. they have already did that this year, too, with Hi-Fi Rush. Yeah. I th- like, the two big ones got, to and me And that are... got
1: really good PR for them. Yep. So if mm-hmm. they could afford to do it again, that was a they game. should.
0: Yep. Hellblade and Forza Motorsport 7 are the two games I think are most likely to have that happen. Yeah. The problem is, is if you put out Forza, you're putting it in between Diablo and Final Fantasy sixteen. But Forza's good counter-programming to those two as well. So Do we think, oh, it's not going to happen.
1: Nope, that's a bad decision. I'm what? not going to... Say gonna. it. Uh, is, is Xbox going to announce some sort of Project Q Nintendo Switch-like <laughs> device?
2: The Xbox Switch.
1: <laughs> Play on your toilet. No. No, they won't. No. That's why I retracted that before I even said it. They'll
0: back like that They're gonna rogue announce, thing or whatever yeah, it's called.
2: Xbox Series V. Their
1: virtual reality... VR heads, or their haptic
0: controller mm. that they patented last year.
1: That could be it for hardware. That could, that would be a
0: good because I'd buy that immediately. I'd buy that it's as soon as my sick. elite
2: started elite. going out. I would, I would wait think. for a price point first.
0: Eighty bucks.
4: That's Three thousand four hundred and ninety nine dollars. In a normal <laughs>
0: controller, like seventy. <laughs> yeah. How much is the BillSense?
2: brand, brand 80, new 80, it's like 80 bucks 80, i think yeah i think they have but them. it's also their only controller <laughs> this, this like, would be an upgrade controller i feel like it would be a lot more i don't think it be will be, be in between more. the elite and in, and the normal
0: which elite the lower priced one <laughs> okay so then it would be anywhere between 130 and 70 i bet it's a like, $100. probably 100.
1: It'll be $170 in
2: honor of Master Chief, If they could hit that
1: 99 price point, yeah. that would that be, way it. that would be ideal for consumers. That looks better than 109 or 119. Yeah.
2: They can be like, look, it's under $100. Yeah, barely.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My other news story um, the Flash movie is only going to have one premiere because of apparent... The rumor is there's a secret ending and it's come out now that in the press screenings of this, like the the early screenings, there's a scene missing. There's a scene missing and they oh. also were blurring out parts of the screen, like in the movie. Like there were sections That's blurred crazy. out. That's crazy. So... They're being very between, secretive. Between that and the fact that
1: Andy Muschietti has said if they get a sequel to this... Ezra's back, yeah. They're not recasting Ezra Miller. That... Tells me that they have a a lot of faith in the movie, mm. but b they've they've done some kind of, you know, kniv- What's this called? Conniving, conniving with James Gunn to to make something like the the future is possible with the Flash. Mm. Yeah, um, it's not like this set in stone. It's the end of this story. and We're gonna do something new yeah. going forward with this weird DC reboot. Um I think that may be true for Aquaman as I was well. I say, they they've came out this week and, and said, said that said... they
0: didn't have much changed in their stuff either. Yeah. So I think there could be
2: one premiere also just because of the whole Ezra situation. Like they been said talked he's, about he's, he's not, not doing, doing press. Any press. He's <laughs> just going to do photo op. They sorry. I,
0: I think I think You're right. they're doing like a video interview too. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, Something that's like very, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. very controlled. Yeah, very yeah. controlled. Yep. Yeah, they yeah, gotta to they gotta PR walk a line. One week, here. week left. <laughs> that's gonna be tough. Man, that's gonna be tough. I do wonder what that secret ending is. I have my guess, which I don't think is a big swing. It's gonna tie into you guys the Powerpuff Girls show, <laughs> and then keep it secret for
1: like keep secret. four days from me. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to see that movie until
0: I'm going to go that Thursday after. night. There is a 6:30 showing. There's also wait. like a 3:40 showing. That Thursday. I'm going to go at the 6:30 showing. I think I'll still be in because it's going to get spoiled. I'm already seeing things floating around. I don't You don't want to bury your head in the sand. Yeah. But you also don't.
1: Yeah. No, that's fair. You can take off. And... Secret <laughs> ending. Game Lord Master in the chat. Secret ending. Henry Cavill is still Superman. No.
3: Sorry. I'm sorry, Nick. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Secret ending. Henry Cavill is still the Witcher.
0: <laughs> In their universe. Yeah, <laughs> he shows up and he's like, <clears throat> <laughs> I just think it's Eobard. Oh. And I think it's Ezra playing Eobard. And the reason he won't, or they won't be recast is because they're going to move to Wally. Old prediction, I love it. We'll but we'll check back. The in Wally three thing weeks is the big. Right. The Wally thing's the big swing. I think Aabard's in it. Remember the picture, like Flash doodles, and it's a Flash in a yellow suit. I'm like, not gonna read into this. I swear, I'm not gonna <laughs> read into this. He I can't help it. but read into it now. It's got to be Aabard.
1: All right. Well, we don't have a lot of news by this Camel. week.
0: <laughs> I guess so. One of the things I did see kind of floating around That's is, is that yeah sorry is Uh, that like there is a a reason that at the beginning when Flash and um Batman are working together there's a reason that Superman's not there and they explain it in the movie by showing you something I don't know if that's true
2: turns out the kid who is Superman is actually the kid from Brightburn
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is actually the Brightburn universe (laughs) I do think there will be some sort of casting there there will be some pretty big casting stuff coming off of this movie yeah Gunn Gunn was willing to change a post credits for shazam there's gonna be something in this yeah i think that that is a good prediction here that we'll get one of the big ones
1: we'll have well when is comic con july
0: july so july like 20th yeah somewhere in the t- 15th to the 25th Somewhere. we maybe
1: that get we maybe get between here and there we maybe get a couple announcement things and then they have a panel at comic-con you know future of the dc cinematic universe
0: introduce your superman
1: it's
2: gonna be lois lane (laughs) sorry that's just just this me i'm i'm more excited for the casting of lois lane than i am superman because i I think it's way harder to cast personally so
0: i love it i think it's gonna be the chick from miss (laughs) mazel that'd be so what's her last name rosnahan yeah i think it's gonna be her That'd be
4: so good. She's so <laughs> awesome.
0: I think it's gonna end up being her in Corn Sweat, which I've not seen her do anything. But I like Corn Sweat.
1: All right, what you guys do this week? And give any weekly updates? I played a lot of Diablo Four. How was that? It's really good. Did you kill the devil? No. The devil went down to Georgia. What are you even doing? The devil's not in this one. He was looking for a at soul of where steam. I'm at. All you need is a fiddle. This is true. Really something,
0: something. Yeah, no, it's really good. Um real. historically I've not been like the biggest Diablo fan. Like I was not to, on the Diablo train when Diablo two came out. I tried to I played through Diablo two Resurrected last year with Lepke and a friend of mine from work named Nick. Um both. yeah, both Nicks. Uh I thought it was fine. I like I don't know, it just it's old. It feels old. Uh, this feels Don't talking like, about
2: Brett like that.
0: Brett, you're old. Got him. You what? feel old? Um, have you found
2: your nut yet? <laughs>
0: um, But this is like, you know, it, it's new, it's updated, it, it looks pretty. Uh, The story's interesting. You're able to create your character, which is nice. Like in Diablo 2, you, you just have a... Pick a class. You just pick a class and that's it. You look like what you look like. And okay, it's kind of frustrating. But, uh, Lock it in. No. <laughs> But no, it's really fun. It's really good. I uh, love the world of Sanctuary. I play as a druid. I am a pulverized druid. If you're a Diablo fan, you'll know what I mean. I wreck stuff. However, they've already nerfed my class and powers, so that sucks. Um, but no, uh, full release is tonight. And if you're playing it, enjoy. And you've already beat it? No, I've not <laughs> beat it. I'm in Act 3 out of 5. So... Um, you can move through this story pretty quick. Like Diablo is a game that the whole game scales with you. So like no matter what level you are, when you get to a certain point, you're fine. Um, what I did learn though, and I guess this would be a, a nitpick, is you are. I don't know if this is one hundred percent true, but this is my experience. You are loot locked by your campaign progression. I got to a point where like everything I got was like ten levels lower than me, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. So I was like, I'm just gonna play the campaign because I don't know what what's happening. Um, once I moved on to act three, my loot started being good again. So if you're playing it and you realize that your loot dropping isn't very good, just progress your campaign. So like my focus moving forward, like when I get back on this week, will be I'm beating the campaign one way or the other. That's what I'm doing. I'll, I'll jump on. I'll talk to everybody, but I'm beating the campaign. Don't bother me until I beat it. When you play with people, <laughs> do y'all play the campaign together? Or? You can, yeah. Uh, generally what we'll do is just join whoever is the... Like the furthest back in the campaign, and just play through it with them, so that they're getting all of their progression. And then once you catch up, does it scale per
2: person, or is it like every every enemy scales
0: to your character, like per person? So your damage is properly allocated to the enemies as they would be in your world. It's really cool. Like it's balanced really well. It feels really good to play. Um, The synergies of all the characters are really cool. It's it's great, and like character designs are awesome. Like, there's some really... Like, the storefront is a big point of contention right now because all the cosmetics are pretty expensive, as they generally are in games like this. Classic. Um, Classic. What do you know? Service. Yeah, but the, you know, the armors and stuff you get within the game, in my opinion, look better. Like, they look awesome. Like, I don't, I don't think you need a cosmetic store in this. Uh, Transmog is free from the jump. You salvage a, an item, you get that style, you can change it, you can change the colors of it, you can put on any piece you want. You can take all your armor off and still just wear armors and you'll get their bonuses. It's great. I, I, I like it a lot. I, It's one of those games where when I'm not playing it, all I'm thinking about is playing it. And that's, right. that's a great feeling. That is a good feeling. Like, and I've never been a big Diablo fan, but man, this just feels so good to play. And I just enjoy, like it's really simple, like it's a game that you can like game lord master's in the chat in the trip. he could be playing right now he he maybe is just dungeon crawling and playing and it, it doesn't feel like you're like the story's not so engaged that you feel like you're missing out on things mm-hmm. but it's there if you want it and I, and I think that's that's great there's a lot of side quests there's a lot of cl- yeah see he's playing <laughs> as he's watching and like I would bet he would tell you like I don't feel like I'm missing things. Like you can just—it's a relaxing play, which is really weird because it can be really intense too. Yeah. Um, Diablo is kind of a game that you can make as you know, relaxing or intense as you want to, and I like that. So, for me, I I won't give it a rating yet, but I'd say as R- rating a rating in progress. Rating in progress, yeah. But I would definitely recommend checking it out if you're interested. If it if it's a game that you watched the trailers and saw some gameplay and you were like. I think that would be kind of cool. I can safely tell you that it is cool, and I think you'd enjoy it. If you're not an ARPG fan or an isometric top-down fan, maybe not for you. I, I
2: think the only isometric game I've played, to the Link's Awakening
4: mm-hmm.
3: remake, which I did not vibe with, and the Bionicle game on Game Boy Advance.
0: Nice. Yeah, for me, like, isometrics, I have to wear, like, my blue light glasses. Because yeah. it, it, they give me a lot of eye strain. Because I'm always staring at just one spot. Whereas, like, if I'm playing a shooter, I'm looking around. Like, my eyes are moving a lot more. With this, like, I'm very small head movements or eye movements. Um, I just like top down, and this game is great. Yeah, like, it, it's really fun. I I I can't. I can't believe how much I've enjoyed it. I'm level forty one. Saw the, the first level cap is fifty and then you stop getting skill points and start getting paragons. Um if
2: this year wasn't so packed. This year I is think stacked I would have tried it. Yeah. I think it looks super cool. It looks super pretty. Yeah. And I've watched people play it and I've heard great things. So. Yeah.
0: Well and, and like with Diablo too, like it's one of those games that every season, like their big thing is fresh start. Like season starts, fresh start. Like Let's say next year they're in season six, and you're like, "Hey, I really don't have anything, and it's on sale. Jump in, mm-hmm. give it a shot. Especially if you're not 100 so- like sold on it, and what you can get a discount. Make? It's up to you. I mean, a lot of people really what like are to the play cl- necromancers because cl- it's back
2: in this one, right?
0: Necromancer, yeah, yeah. Necromancer is in this one. Um, rogue, sorcerer, not druid, not and barbarian. So there's five, and necro. So there's five classes. Barbarian. Yeah. Barbarian is the one that is winning the race right now <laughs> to to get to the level 100 statue thing. Have you heard about this? No. The Blizzard's running this thing. If you play in hardcore mode, if your character dies, you, you lose your character.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And so they're running a competition. The first 1,000 people to make it to level 100 in hardcore mode um, will get their name placed on a statue on the Blizzard campus in And the LA. Barbarians
2: are crushing it. And the
0: Barbarians have, I think, four of the top 10 characters right now. They're all in like the 50s. Oh, wow. Yeah. The leader is a rogue, though. be sneaking. No, I think he's just... He's like a famous Diablo YouTuber who's just really good. Because, I mean, playing as a rogue, you're pretty pretty squishy. I play as a druid. I'm tanky AF. I'm a chonky boy. <laughs> His name's Buckshank.
4: Very cool. Yeah. Luke,
1: what'd you do this
3: week? Um, I finished two shows. Nice. Um, Lasso
2: finished... Um I very much enjoyed that series. I really enjoyed season 3. I guess most people weren't as positive on it. Yeah. Um I'd be interested well. to see where that turn was. I have a feeling it's around the Shut Up and Dribble episode cuz for some reason people hate that. Um you know, just a theory, whatever. <laughs> um I think there's just so many great lessons you can learn in that show. Um Season three was really about change, how people change.
3: Um, and I think they they work those like, life lessons so well and sad. But great show.
2: Three seasons. It's not super long, so get on Apple TV Plus and go watch that. It's an and, easy watch, too. And yeah. start Silo, because it is also really good, and it's getting kind of crazy. I watch that every week. Loving that. On um, the other show I finished was White House Plumber's oh yeah yeah. nice do you like it it was great it's only five episodes um i never really knew that much about the watergate stuff were they the ones
0: who caught him or whatever
2: no they're the ones doing it oh (laughs) it was the people who got caught and it is just a wild story and It's, like, played up of how, like, kind of idiotic they are. But some of the decisions they make, you're just like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) There's no way you actually thought stuff like that would work. And the two leads, who are Woody Harrelson and Justin Theroux, are so good. Justin Theroux is so serious. But, like, he's the biggest goofball idiot he wants to kill somebody so bad his first suggestion for everything is just like do you want me to take him out and everybody's just like no you can't just kill people
0: and he's like and that's tyler in the writer's room every time so how many people do we want to kill
1: and he's like like on episode two they're over at his house listening to a hitler speech a hitler speech He's yeah, and like, Did you there are. It? No, I haven't finished oh, it yet, okay, but there's, man, there's, there's like anything. kids making noise outside. So he goes and gets his gun. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I'll be right back.
2: He's like he <laughs> yells at people in German too. He's a, he's a Nazi. Definitely
1: but, um, a Nazi.
2: The the last episode honestly gets a lot more serious, mainly because of how the fourth episode ends. Mm-hmm. And there's just stuff I didn't know, and it's like stuff is true and it makes you just think like this is super sus what is going on with all this stuff like puts all these conspiracy theories in your head and like maybe a lot of them are true but honestly it's it was a lot of fun um great action it's on hbo yeah it's only five episodes limited series pretty easy watch yep nice. um so ted lasso fanboy worthy and i would give white house plumbers also fanboy worthy sweet um and then i've been playing tons of zelda um, 80 hours in now. Nice. Dang. I have one more main quest and it's titled Destroy Gandorf, so I'm about to beat it. Let's go. At least I hope so. You are <sighs>
1: almost there, my man. The
2: way it goes is like I have a main quest and it's like, alright, I think I'm almost at the end. And then it finishes and another one pops up and it's like, okay, I think I'm almost at the end. Then it finishes and another one pops up and it's just like is there ever going to be an end? And Honestly, it just feels so long and I'm really conflicted on it. I think the dungeons are super lame, which was a huge disappointment. Mm. Um, The story, the story, the narrative that you see is super interesting and it's quite different for Zelda. And that was super nice. What isn't nice is not playing it and only watching it. It's extremely annoying. It's just like the first game. Hey, go to the spot. Here's a video to watch. Go find the next one.
3: It's like, why why can't we put that into what I'm doing? It's just really frustrating (sighs) because the story is interesting. Anyway, I'm excited to beat
2: it. I always enjoy killing Ganondorf. I've done it a lot. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. Over in the chat, Game Lord Master asks, Luke, who are they getting in silo? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I think it's the sheriff. No comment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right, no comment. I like it. Definitely the sheriff. (laughs) And probably other people as well. They already got George and the old sheriff. Who are they, though? (gasps) Dude, the way the last episode ended...
1: Like I've been I've, watching that as well.
2: I've, it's so I've, good. I've been waiting for this to happen in the episode, one of the episodes, and it finally happened. It's just like now we're gonna get going. <laughs> yeah, it's a great show.
1: Yeah, agreed. Um, this week I have been watching Silo, obviously, but I finished Love and Death, uh, the HBO series, um, about a uh, very unfortunate. Death. <laughs> and, and the love. Unfortunate love. Unfortunate and love and death. uh death. True story out of Texas. Not... Is it 90s? 80s? How long ago was it? It's gotta be the 80s. 80s, I think, is the vibes. I can't remember. Um, yeah. 80s are older. Yeah. Commonly. Yeah. Um, it's... I think it's good. I also think that the... The challenge of who the characters are, the situations they were put in, and like their personalities, um, make it for, for, somewhat uninteresting performances. Um, the leads who are Jesse Plemons, well, uh, Jesse Plemons is the guy, and then um, Elizabeth Olsen is Candy, the the main girl. They have a very interesting... I don't think... Excuse me. Luke and I were talking pre-show how he got through a couple episodes. And- I watched the
2: first two. And,
1: and was kind of like, not for me. And I can totally get that. Um, the dynamic between them is one of the least interesting aspects of this. and you And that might be considered a negative. But the dynamics they have between their partners... Um, who gets murdered, or, murdered. Or, or killed, uh, technically it's not, well.
2: Do they slip in the shower? I
1: won't, I won't spoil anything. Although I'm it is a true story. Spoil it off like screen it. for me. Okay. that's my
4: theory. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: and specifically, like, the performance by, um, Candy's lawyer, um, who is... A member of her church and we meet early in the in the season but don't really i say the season the series um but doesn't really get a chance to shine until episode like five um he is really really good and kind of carries the second half of this uh through through a trial um at the end of the day i still don't think it's probably the best television i've watched i'm gonna give it to matthew mcconaughey uh if you're really into true crime it's probably worth your watch Um, but it's definitely not as prestigious as something that I would kind of expect out of HBO. Mm. Um, I've seen significantly better shows, um, on HBO and on HBO
2: and probably even the last year with like, uh, under the banner of heaven. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It just, I think part of it is perspective. We kind of follow. Candy's, Candy Montgomery, who's the, the woman who's accused of murder um, and where it's, it's I think it may be based off of a book and therefore we're kind of forced into one perspective versus... There's also another show on Hulu. Th- there is a show called, uh, starring Jessica Biel called on Candy. Hulu called Candy. Um, oh, is that the same story? Same story yeah that's funny but I think Luke had mentioned something before the show that I would agree with that I think it would probably be a more entertaining show if we were learning about things from the perspective of the policeman. I think it's a more unique show in that mm-hmm. it doesn't do that, but I don't think it's as compelling and and I can uh understand how someone might get a little i don't know bored with the performances um. You know, it's it's kind of weird to be treating the subject matter at hand with kind of such aloofness as the as Jesse Plemons and um, Elizabeth Olten's characters do. Um, but it is it's an interesting story, a really unfortunate story. And, uh, you know, didn't end up happy for anyone. So. No one ended up having a, a good time. But yeah, Matthew McConaughey. I'd I don't say know if at I the I beginning,
2: it. Jesse Blemons and Elizabeth Olsen were having a good time.
1: That's fair.
2: That's fair. Based on their characters' decisions, not based on their chemistry, <laughs> which they had none. At
1: least that's what I thought. At the end of the series, no one's having a good time. <laughs>
2: especially the dead person.
1: Yeah. Yeah, especially the dead person. All right, we'll be back next week to review transformers
2: Was there any fan box?
1: We didn't have any fan box questions this week. Boo. Um We yeah, we we've it's a long episode so it's okay, but if you have a fan box question for us, we would love to answer some. We're coming up kind of on the halfway mark of the year here pretty soon. So we'll be doing um probably our kind of like midway through the year. Where are we at movie wise? Like what's the field looking like? Are we excited for the second half? What? I'm
2: really excited. For all the kids to yell, I played as him in Fortnite at all my movies. It's the guy
1: from Fortnite Mid season <laughs> prediction. Will Luke ever go back to a movie theater? If it if
2: the trend continues, I don't know. I might just have to wait for home.
1: We're gonna it'll be Tyler and Brett reviewing and Luke will just be like, Yeah, okay, I'll check that out once he gets here. <laughs>
2: I'll have to
4: dip once it's you guys V-O- just VOD, it. just go out there and
2: lay on the couch for a bit. Gemma would love the company. I wouldn't mind hanging out with Jimma. My, my dog constantly
1: is like, if we raise our voices, she'll come sit by the door and whine at us.
2: What's, Are you okay in there? What's wrong?
1: I think she's up with Stephanie tonight. But all right, hey, thank you all for watching, tuning in live, um, listening. We appreciate it. We'll be back next week to review Transformers and uh, talk video games here pretty soon. So we'll see you. I'm really excited.